What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 36 of Convos on the Pedicab. I'm here with my buddy, uh, Patrick Dangerfield. Patrick, uh, he's an, he's an um, engineer. He's a real estate agent. He's a, what is it, an entrepreneur? You're a real estate investor. Not quite uh, you're, a, what, an aspiring author? Definitely. You're sure. an aspiring author, and, and, he, and he's written a, a very special book on okay. how how to how to uh, interact with the opposite gender. We're yeah. excited to hear about that. But you know, uh, Pat, I'm very excited to have you on. We actually met um, a little while ago when they were collecting those homeless signatures. Remember that? Right, right. We did. And one of those guys uh, tried to. One of those guys like uh, kind of came up to you on the street and said, "Hey, are you going to sign the camping petition?" And you were like, well, why should I sign the petition? And the person who came up to you didn't really... He didn't know nothing. Right? Well, he didn't, he didn't know how to explain why it's important to sign that. And then I came up to you and was talking to you about why it's important. And I, like, I was like sounding smarter than he was about why it's important to sign that. And it has nothing to do with like right, right. getting rid of homeless people. It has to do with the fact that the city's weaponizing the homeless and using them for money. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah, and I think we kind of agreed on that. We agreed on that fully, yeah. Right. We, we agreed on that. 100%. And I, did you wind up signing it or not? No, I didn't sign it. Yeah, because like, I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't uh, I didn't <laughs> sign it because, uh, I don't know, it's just two sides of the, of the coin, you know what I mean? I think about it. I always, uh, like with my extra stuff, like I got extra food, I don't throw it away. You know what I mean? I try to give it to the homeless, you know what I mean? And even clothes and stuff. And I, I talked to them, and, uh, and a lot of them got a lot of mental issues where, you know what I mean? It's one thing. I know it's no meds and all that out there, but, like, I think the biggest issue is just instead of moving them, like the systems probably failed them for whatever reason, or maybe, you know what I mean? Because some of those people are definitely incapable of like even just being on their own. I had conversations where some can't even talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so what's the demographic of people where mental illness are out there? You know what I'm saying? So if you well, move them, then what? Well, dude, there's also a lot of people there who don't really want to be housed either. That's true too. So like I, I talked to some dude who like... um. He, I remember, like, I had some problems with my car, and he was, like, helping me out with, like, my car or something. And he basically said, like, he basically told me that he did 20, he just got done doing 25 years in jail, and he okay. spent, like, a whole, like, half of it in solitary. And because of his experience, he doesn't even want to be indoors anymore. Right. And you know, so yeah, there's, yeah. like, there are a lot of people like that, you know? So exactly. So what do you say to that, right? I mean, what you say is you just got to, there still has to be rules. You know, like, you still need to follow the rules. Like, you can't just set up a tent you know, wherever you want, like, across from somebody's house, and you shouldn't have, like, an army of homeless people and, like, a homeless Woodstock, you know, downtown panhandling when people are trying to, like, right, conduct business and commerce sure. and stuff. Like, that. that is not fair. You can't, like... So, I'm, I mean, I'm curious as to when this started versus before, like, the violence amongst homeless and... You know what I mean? I, I really would like to see that, and, and I'm speculating, but I bet it's down, and I just feel like, you know what I mean? There's different ways to handle it. So, if you... Take them out the camps where you put them. They're gonna be in the apartments. They're gonna be in parking garages. Well, they're gonna they, be at the they, they passed some. They did some resolution now where like they spent like what is it nine million dollars or something like that on like some new homeless hotels in like District Six, and and it's just yeah. I, look, I get the intention right. You want to house people, but it's just such a waste of money. You know, like 
especially with this pandemic and all these and all these small businesses that are like literally you know on their last legs as a result of this like why don't you just put that money that you took away from the police department into our bars and our music venues that you know if you if, I mean, you, I, if I, you go downtown like a tuesday or wednesday uh-huh. dude these spots are dead you they know, are, Friday yeah. and Saturday, like they're good, but like on the weekday, these spots are dead. They are pretty and, good. And I the get city, them popping though. You, oh yeah, we'll talk about that later, yeah. Pat. Don't worry. All right. But like, dude, the, the um, the city does everything in its power to, you know, like to raise taxes at at an astronomical level, and they use like the guise of like social programs to raise these taxes. And by raising these taxes, you make it harder for like small business owners. You make it harder for like working class people. You make it harder for the middle class to be able to stay in Austin affordably. And then they weaponize like, oh well, we gotta you know, like helping the homeless, right, or climate changers, whatever neoliberal buzzword or you know it is. Right, right. It's just literally being used to siphon money out of you. And that's why I, that's what I was trying to tell you when that guy was coming up to you. I mean, when you say siphon money out of like us in general, just, yeah. I mean, they're gonna take our damn money either way, right? I don't know where it's going, right? All our taxes, where's it going? Uncle Sam's doing whatever the hell he wants. You're, we're, we got our own stimulus back, right? Like so. Who knows? I mean, regardless, the money's going to go whether it's going to home. Not, where the hell does it go? Sure, but at least you're taking someone of a stand, even if it's like a small little gesture. You're doing something. At least, you're, at least, at least you're like by signing your name to a piece of paper, you are voicing like your disapproval. And then and that I can mean, still be powerful to like I'm write still, your name I'm on a piece of paper. I'm still like seventy thirty. Like, yeah, I do agree. Like, some of the spots, yeah, it does look a little trashy and shit. But I'm also like, what's the, what's the solution for? For, for moving them. Where, I, where do you put them? I oh, mean, I think the solution They're going to be in Town Lake, and then that's where yeah. joggers and, you well, know, the women and, yeah. and, like, get threatened. So people ain't thinking about and that. Then, and, and then, then the robbery the... rate goes up. They start stealing and shit. You know what I mean? So well, it's what's, what side of the coin do you really Well, want? dude, there's also the trash, too. And, and I I'm, I look – I see yeah. those people, like, they literally dig through the trash, and all of a sudden you see, like, trash piles left and right. And you can find a lot of crazy stuff in the garbage, <laughs> you know? So I understand what they're doing, yeah, but, but you're not putting it back into the garbage. So like you're literally polluting the environment by doing what you're doing. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, we're doing a lot of shit to pollute. I mean, you know, what I mean, that's on a deeper level. I'm just looking at it like <laughs> human. You know what I mean? A simple level of like, where does it go? Right? We move them, and then what? Like, then what? I I mean, it's a well, big. It's a, if like over here on Pleasant Valley, you know, between uh on Riverside, uh, it's Adlerville. Yeah, they're like Hooverville. Yeah, it's a little so tight city. So you pick those people up and, and tell them just go. They're dude, but they, these guys are getting—they're getting lakefront property for no money, dude. <laughs> They—they're literally like you got—you got lakefront property. For... That's a, but yeah, I mean, I, I just—I would hate to see them disperse at once, you know, on Riverside because it—it'd be some shit. And I just—you know what I mean? Like, then it's gonna get. Oh, oh. Put the mic to your head. Oh. That's a, yeah, yeah, there you can go. We, that, uh, yeah, 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 you can say whatever you want. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, just My fault. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so, yeah, when that happens, then, then we'll be right there, though. Because, I mean, if you just said, hey, everybody get the – dude, it would, it, would be, it would be drastic. But the homeless, stuff is, the homeless stuff is complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. It, it, it's really complicated. And, like, um, you own a house or not? I don't own a house, no. Nah. Does your family own a house? My family does, yeah. Okay. Like, if a homeless – like, let's say they built, like, a homeless hotel, like, across the street – Right. Or three blocks away from like your mom's house, like 
I feel like the property value would go up. Also. We would go down. What do you mean? How would it go up? Most people are downtown. We talked about that. That, but that makes no sense. Dude, that literally Rainy makes no sense. Rainy's going up, right? Rainy's going home, up because of the attractions and the events and right. because it's a commercial district. And so but if they built a homeless encampment <laughs> in Del Valley with nothing's really going on, they're building HEBs now or some shit like that. Like, it, it, you know, like, yeah, the and, value and, is gonna, it's going <laughs> to plummet and you're going to pay more taxes that's the to thing. fund ain't, these ain't services. None of this homeless camping stopped these home sales. It's steady booming. Austin steady booming. Ain't nobody said, you know what? At Eastside property, I just didn't like that homeless camp behind it. They don't give a damn. They're buying it. That's what it is. And it's crazy because people say that, like, yeah, it's dirty, but property's going up, bro. Yeah, and but and you is, can say what you want to say. <laughs> we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, but that is a fear, though. Like, that is a legit, <laughs> that, that is, like, a, a very rational fear that a lot of people are having. Like, you know, a lot of people do fear that their the property value of the house that they bought and worked their ass off to sustain is going to plummet or, or go down significantly because, like, the city arbitrarily decides to move a homeless and can't, like, move that, a homeless that, hotel that, across I mean, yeah, the street. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be – yeah, they should – I mean, in District 6 as in – Yeah, and that's, like, a nice – like, these are, like, nice suburban – this is a nice suburban neighborhood, dude. It's, it's, Let's see if that really happens, man. That's, like, propaganda to get all the – tax buyers like upped and then it never happened. no they're they're literally like voted on on doing that today at the council meeting but um how long oh yeah see that see the politics of that of voting and all that shit like i don't know whenever it you know what i mean do you not believe in voting i vote <laughs> i do no i vote i mean it's just all down to the nitty-gritty city council and shit like i just <laughs> i do vote you'd vote yeah vote <laughs> of course you have to vote like i mean, I mean who I, knows I, if it's... I haven't i won the avid voter before but now i mean who knows if your vote even counts considering this election but you know i still vote i think it counted, it counted in the right <laughs> i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll talk we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, go back to that I, I feel all right you know what i mean <laughs> dude um i played my part hey I'm, I'm happy for you listen but um what we were talking about the homeless stuff right and there's another thing to this too right and it's like if you have kids if, if you have like kids in a family, mm-hmm. you know you you said it earlier, man. Like a lot of these guys have like mental problems and drug yeah. problems and all this stuff, right? And if you're building these homeless encampments at, or homeless hotels, and you're like and you're housing these people there, but there's no stipulation to stay in the house. Like, hey, you gotta um, do drug. You gotta go to these rehab. I'm meetings, sure. They, I'm sure they make some, right? But they they really aren't though. Like they're like there's almost like no rules for this shit. We'll, we'll see when it happens, man. But and it's it, like if you see like some crackhead like shitting in the street, and you got like a daughter who's like five years old trying to go to school, you know, or you see people like I mean, that's it. like I mean, that's, that's extreme, yeah. And <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, that ain't even on the crackhead. That's gonna be on the school because that crackhead shouldn't be even in the vicinity of where I'm walking my daughter to school anyway. I don't want that. Well, but yeah, you know but I mean? right, but but, but but these are like legitimate concerns that a lot <laughs> yeah, of people yeah. are having, and it doesn't seem like the city cares about these concerns in any capacity. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't know that. That's a real concern. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think anybody would be concerned about that. But yeah, I mean, that's extreme. But yeah, let's hope it doesn't get to that. I mean, that, yeah, I mean. At that point, I don't even have a kid. But if I had a daughter and like hey, do you, do a you, crackhead uh, was taking a shit in front of her, while yeah, you'd while be able to. You change your I'd whole tune about this. I'd probably kill him. I'd probably kill him. Yeah. Hey, listen, I mean, man. Honestly. I was. Uh, me and my girl just moved, right? Yeah. And um, we saw a homeless guy like camp out across the street mm-hmm. of some random person's house. And I'm like, dude, if I was the homeowner, I'd be fucking heated seeing like, that. Like camp out where? Like, like he had a tent across the street from some dude's house, like right like in the park. Outside? Yeah, right outside across the, the street. Though? Yeah, like right across the street from his property is a fucking. You're setting up a tent right across the street yeah, from my fucking house. As long house. as he don't touch my property, but yeah, I mean, eventually he'll be moved though. Right? No, dude, that that's not cool, man. Because it's like, if you're living, like, you gotta understand, man. Like, if you're in a position where you're like living on a tent and you're across the street from like 
a nice house. There's valuable shit in that house. Like I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable like leaving my house because I don't know if somebody's gonna go break in or steal anything or do whatever, whatever the fuck they're gonna do. Yeah, that's just not from a homeless dude in the tent. <laughs> anyway, I'm just, break. yeah, I know what you're you saying. You know, like that, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's a red flag. Like you cannot be allowing people to set up a camp across the street. I, from, I saw, I saw yeah, it actually yeah. no, the first I, time. I'm, I'm like, not, I'm not dude, disagreeing. That's with really you, bad. Yeah. Like I mean, look here, I wouldn't be a dick to the homeless guy, right? Like I would probably like, you know, bring him some food that me and my girl made. I'm like, hey man, we got you something to eat. Um, sorry that you're in this position, um, but you really have to you really have to leave well, by tomorrow. If you don't, we're gonna have a serious problem. But I got you a bunch of food, bef- so, you know, before so like, I say anything. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. where that where is that tent at? Is on like some grass or something? Just on some grass, like across the street of some dude's house in like West Slaughter Lane, like yeah, near dude, Brody. So why don't we just own that property and then flip it? If if he can stay there, nobody's saying then we can just build some and say we own it and flip it. That's how I look well, at but, it, right? but then the city is the city going to give you a building permit? No, like no, that—that's that's yeah. But the city, like yeah. But in order for you to build something and own property and own and own something, <laughs> you have to do a bunch of burdensome fees and pay a like do, do a whole bunch I'm of just, like financial bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But this guy could just but some homeless guy can just randomly set up a tent and just sleep there, just camp out. Right. I, and, and you know so like I why, that, I why, guess why can't you just build something on that on that property? Right. Like why not? Why should you have to pay on these bullshit permitting fees to do that? Right. I, that we'll <laughs> never know, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, it's kind of – that's funny you say that because I just thought about, like, Austin's, like, the number one gentrified city in America right now, right? Yeah. Or it was. I don't know if it still is. I know it was, like, four months ago. That shit was on oh, like, no, New York dude, Times. It's going to go still, up. It's going so, up. So think about this. So, like, Austin's thing is, like, gentrified, right? But it's, like, you got you got to make a certain amount to stay here. Or you make no amount and you're good here. Well, that's that's the same thing as New York. You never been there? I've never been to New York. It's the same thing as New York. Like, do you go to church? I haven't been to church, but I go to church. I go to church in my house. I'm I'm church within, but I I haven't been to church in a while. But does your family go to church? Not so much. Well, look, I'm I'm a Jew. I don't go to church at all. But I'll tell you this: if you live in, yeah, if you live in, if you live, don't even if you listen. If you live. you know, listen, I'm the most oppressed person on this cab pretty much, but that's, you know, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> no, look, um, I mean, I ain't got no, I ain't got no. What, what I was going to say, though, is that if you live in, if, if you live in New York City, uh-huh. you don't need to go to church because you have these crackheads that are literally giving sermons on the subway train every, well, I mean, fri- every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, like you can, you can literally sit on the, sit on the number one train and y'all just see some homeless guy right, right. just giving a sermon. On the I mean, train. S- some of the realest advice I got is from like homeless people and crackheads, so because they've been through it, you know what I mean, and they can. I had some real conversations with some uh, people Dude, who haven't. Some of them are cool, man. Some of the, like actually a lot of them are probably cool. The problem though with what the city's doing is that you're, you're like um, you're making it unsafe for the homeless people by what the city's doing. You know what I mean? Like you're creating too much of a demand. Like you're increasing the um, supply of homeless people and fucking up the supply and demand ratio because, um, you know, like you can go to Austin and it's like, oh, these nonprofits, they'll hook you up, man. They'll give you a tent. They're feeding you all the time. There's so many services. Like you can get so like Austin's like the, the place to be if you're going to be homeless, like Austin, San Francisco, Seattle, all those places. Right. So, you know, word gets out. People start flooding to right, these right. cities and then all of a sudden you get like a lot more violent people and criminals and people who are like, you know, just trying to scheme the system that just blatantly come to Austin. And that, um, creates a huge bird that, that, that creates a huge safety hazard for the existing homeless population here. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like they're brave enough shit. They they can fend whoever, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying, but like, just like you, all the cities you named, I mean, that's synonymous with like money. Where the money's going to be, I guess where the homeless going to be. And the restaurant. And, 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 and you want to talk about gentrification, the homeless are being used to expedite that shit because when they build these hotels and these houses, what do you think they're gonna? What do you think they're gonna do once they ha- once they're able to stay there? I mean, they're just registering gonna... them to vote, dude. They're registering them to vote because now they have a residence. Yeah, that's deep. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, then I, all I, of a sudden, it's like you get some I mean, candidate. I, I I hear you, but shit, that's like that's too forward think. That's a, that you're forward thinking, like I mean. But so are they? This, these guys are forward thinking too. Like this is this is just a way to register these guys to vote, and then like some developer, real estate friendly candidate who says a bunch of progressive platitudes to look good, you know. Um, will be the person that's helping to register these homeless guys to vote. And all of a sudden, then, you know, the, the, the sheer magnitude of homeless people that are flocking to Austin left and right, they're going to literally be the, I mean, the catalyst to expedite displacement and gentrification. Like, these homeless people are being used right, to do right. that, man. Like, that's, that's what's scary and dangerous about this. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not as scared as dangerous and, and endangered about it, but... um. I mean, shit, you can't control the powers that be. You know what I mean? I, I hear I hear what you're saying, but my whole thing is since I know, like, me and you can talk, you know what I mean? And, and it, it's probably, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it takes a lot to, to do that change, especially when the when the dollars are behind it. So what I'm going to do in all that is, like, I'm going to keep a good heart and pure and want best for everybody. But I'm going to try to capitalize and win it and all this shit, too, because, hey, they're doing it, right? Like, I mean... Hey, well, listen, man. Bill Gates shouldn't be the only one profiting off the pandemic, right? You know, like he shouldn't, and he, yeah. and he ain't. He's not. A lot of people have and, done and, really and well. And all you got to do is plug in, yeah. Because a lot of people have done very well financially this year. If, if anything, like everyone's talked about how like this has exacerbated a lot of income inequality, and it has because these lockdowns and everything. It was just a way for billionaires to siphon money out of smaller businesses and right, stuff right. like that. We all know this, right? And if you're one of those people who's on the progressive left supporting this shit, like you're literally doing the opposite of what you claim to support. You know, um, I, I stand by that statement. That being said, this is this has been the biggest financial opportunity of a lot of people's lives, and they don't realize it. Yeah, and so it's a, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not as bad as you know as it seems, really. And um, you know, what I mean, I know Corona has affected people a lot. You know what I mean? And I'm just fortunate enough where it's actually it's benefited me in different ways. But I mean, you know what I mean? I'm still humble enough to know like it has been a rough time for everybody. You know what I mean? You and got I, any family that have been affected by it? Man, we've been blessed. Honestly, we've been uh, we've been blessed, man. I mean, my pops and them, they retired. They straight. But, like, my mom's, I think she went back to work from where she retired, like, two, three times. And, I mean, my sister's thriving. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shit, everybody, everybody, even, I mean, my boys, you know what I mean? And I think it's just because of, you know what I'm saying, a little luck and, uh, you know, by the grace of God, but also, like, preparation before the pandemic you know yeah, what I mean? and then the we, federal reserve pumping a bunch of money <laughs> well well not like, well, well whatever but like you know what i'm saying people were on their shit prior to corona so whatever you know what i mean if you weren't if you didn't have your shit right before corona you try to get right during corona you could but you know boys had a head start and we, and we was on our shit way before so it kind of siphoned in you know what i mean Dude, and you could ride that way I, I tell you what man the, the the virus has really given rise to uh it's really given rise to the real estate investor, and it's 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 really made uh, the the real estate it turned the real estate investor into a monster. Hey man, whatever. whatever Dude, you even paying attention to what's going on on Robinhood with GameStop and all that shit? It's crazy, man. Like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not in the stock game. One of my best friends put me on, and you know he told me about today. But it, it's funny because I was a 
I didn't know what the hell was going on because I seen all the memes and then they had memes about GameStop and you know what I mean? But yeah, it went crazy and I, I mean, yeah, that's the thing too. Like a lot of people are getting rich off their phone and, and that's what the pandemic, it's a lot of people, I'm yeah. sure. And, and then Wall Street was like the, trying to get the SEC to stop trading on these platforms because I'm like, oh, what happened to the free market now, dude? Like I thought, you know, yeah, that, I thought that, this that, is capitalism. I thought everyone has funny, a chance to funny. fucking make, to make it on their right, own. Right, right. That's funny like, you oh, say that, man. All of a sudden the regular people are getting what's theirs and now you're going to, now you're uh, halting Damn, trading yeah, that's crazy. My boy, like, my boy literally told me that same thing today. He's like, now that the average person's picking up a bag, they don't like that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's kind of a hidden secret, right? This is right? how you get communism, dude. They don't understand that. Like, when, when Wall Street starts doing shit like that, and they throw a temper tantrum when, an every, when everyday human beings become um, millionaires. Make, start, start making real money really quickly, right? Uh, now all of a sudden you're you're rigging the game like this is an advertisement for socialism. When you do this shit, like it's a giant fucking advertisement for communism. When you're not letting us play the game, man. You know, like we're beating you at your own game, and you're not letting us. play. And that's why you like, just. That's why I'm saying, like, with all this, you just got to play your best game. Play your best game because you can't control yeah, the powers that beat. But like I'm you're saying, gonna, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie though, dude. This is like. This, yeah. is, this is this is pleading a really good case for for socialism, and that's not good. It's yeah. not good, but like when when Wall Street, when the SEC, when when these when these big companies start pulling stunts like that, it makes it seem like they really are doing everything it is that that there that exists in their power to make it so that everyday people don't benefit off the system that we have. Right, right. And the reason the system is so good is because everyday people can benefit from it. Yeah. And if you're literally stopping that, like, you're facilitating communism. Right, right. It's like my dad used to always say, keeping the black jelly bean at the bottom of the jar. You know what I mean? It's like, think about it. Everybody grabs the jelly beans. They pick up the black jelly bean, drop it back to the bottom. Nobody wants to eat the black jelly bean, dude. And they drop it right back to the bottom. So when it comes up, it goes down. So it's our job to keep coming name? up. It's probably, I don't know, you, me? Nobody, it's not me. DM, yeah, DM, it's, it's, DM, uh... DM or email? I think that email. Um... <laughs> No. But, dude, that, that's, it is a pretty messed up thing to talk about. It's a pretty messed up thing when you think about it, though, right? But I think it's also kind of cool that, like, everyday people are starting to wake up to, like, to, to what's going on. And ultimately, like, I, you know, this, 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 um, they had all these protests during the summer, right, for all the racial justice and all that shit, right? And, and it was also turning into, like, this little I communist. Protested. What? I protested a little bit. Well, I had to just for the fact that uh, George Floyd, and I got partners who have uh, been uh, – you know, I mean, unfortunately took by police, so I had to just go out there and yeah, I mean, step and, for them. You know and, I mean? and you should. And you should definitely, like, if you feel like you've been treated like shit in your own country for 400 years, like, you got, you should be going Not out Not 400 and, years, but, like, 15 years it's been, you know what I mean? It ain't, that's, I mean, even now, like, my car now, I, I don't even got 10 on it because of the police. So I don't even ride 10 in my car because I know, like, how they go. So, like, it's just best for me to leave me with no tent so you can kind of see what I'm doing. Yeah. And I don't get killed for, you know what I'm saying, a traffic stop. Yeah, no, I understand that. And I, I think that the cops have actually been got, gotten better about a lot of things since have all they? this shit. Yeah, I feel like they have. I saw some dude pissing in the like in the, in the alley, some drunk I, was, dude. I honestly was pissing the other night, and the cop let me make it. So Yeah, uh, exactly. But, but, but still, though, like. <laughs> hey, five years ago, that might so, not have so been the case. So now I don't get five shot. Years ago, yeah, I don't get years. shot for pissing, so still, like. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm just, I like to look at the, I like to be an, optim, an optimist. Right, you know? but you like, should never get killed for pissing. No kidding, but you didn't even get ticketed. Because of, because I, just, of the, because of, yeah. Yeah. I, think I got that, out like, the ticket, but yeah. The, yeah, I think that a lot of these protests have definitely um, I don't created know, a situation I don't know. where, like, we'll the cops we'll are, be are becoming a little bit better know. about their job. Like, I think, I think, let's hope that that's where it leads to. 
hundred percent. I hope it leads. It's think too that early they, to say. It's I been, honestly think it's that, been like that, three that they, you should you shouldn't be at least a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu before you're even a cop anyway. I think cops should get charged like for murder, like if me and you got. Charged I think they should it. get personal liability insurance. Um, because this way, instead, like when when something happens like this, um, whenever that you have to settle a lawsuit, it's the taxpayer that you know it comes out of the taxpayer's money and not the yeah. But but, but if, no, the, but if mean, the cop gets a liability insurance, it comes about, out of their insurance. It comes just, out of their insurance yeah. company, so you're not paying for the lawsuit anytime there's like police misconduct. I think they should just get charged with murder, like me and you would. Yeah, but you you got to charge people with crimes that there's a realistic chance of a conviction. Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying it should it shouldn't be three weeks three weeks without uh pay and shit, you know what I mean, for murder. Because what you're dealing with, see, a lot of these, most of the cops, you know what I mean, um, you know what I mean, they have a, you know what I'm saying, they got that little boy syndrome. You know what I mean? And so, well, some, most I, I of think, them, I say mo- more than not, because more of the people I know who are cops been like that. They was the one getting their lunch money took wait, in school. Really? Yeah, for sure. So it's the ones who, like, dudes wasn't getting laid, you know, they're hating on the jock and shit, so now they finally get that power with that badge, so Oops. you don't know what it is, and that's cool. how I'll be, see, no, don't, hold on, I'm, all right, but I'm, look, so think about it, you know what I mean, it's these cops and like, oh, that black dude, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and uh, let's just say a white guy, because it's a majority of white cops killing black dudes, so we'll keep it at that, so like, white dude, you know what I'm saying, see a black dude and his, his wife, whatever, been watching basketball and shit, and now she, he's fixated, like, Oh shit! My girl's gonna leave for this black dude, and I can kill this dude and take this anger out and get a month without pay. Really? So it's like it, it? Yeah. So so nobody. You make some bold statements there, dude. It's a pretty. That's a pretty big statement. I mean, be naive if you want, but I know I'm not naive. Is. I'm not naive at all. I mean, but so so you, you see what I'm saying? Naive. So see if you were tempered, and they gave you a badge right now. And and you were like, man, you know what? That's I why you gotta get you gotta get a blue belt in jiu-jitsu, man. That, well, that, that, well, that, that, you got it. You got to know how to. That. They, you got to start. I, I think what, what happens is when these people, when these cops are illegally killing people, they get charged with murder. You know what I'm saying? Twenty five or whatever. Then they'll start. Then they'll start thinking because most of them cops can't handle that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but here's another thing too, man. It's um easier to get once you're in the academy. No, it, it's a faster. See, you keep you keep talking about the the logistics of it. I'm talking about humanitarian things. If a dude, I don't care if he got the damn badge. I don't care if he's got what academy he's been on, what blue red light signal. If he illegally murders you, he needs to be charged with yeah, murder. Yeah, sure, but then it, it it becomes very it becomes very murky and complicated to determine whether or not well, not the incident when I can occurred see was on the murder camera. versus like no. George Floyd. Like that was murder. Like with George Floyd, okay, that was murder. Agree on that. Yeah, like and, and George so, Floyd, that, so okay. all those cops. So if I choke you, if I, I mean, even if it was a white cop on a on a, I mean, a black cop on a white, they would have been different. So, anyways, but if if I choke you out right now, I'm 25 L with no cameras, right? Off top. So the yeah. cops should be the same thing, right? That's all I'm saying. You, 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 we're saying the same thing. That's it. Kind of. Although I think that if it's justified, if you can say like, yeah, that's murder, I think they need to be charged with murder. That's it. Yeah, and I, I think that's how you stop them motherfuckers from murdering because they ain't got it in them to really do 25. And then they go in there and they get. And you're with, a cop, and yeah, it's not going to be good. And then they'll stop. And then you know what? When that cop pulls you over, man, I really ain't going to pop his ass because I can't do 25. I'll pop his ass. I can do four months. I can do a month without pay. Oh, shit. I've been wanting to go on a vacation. Sometimes it's paid vacation. It's not I mean, a bad trade. P- people like that exist. I mean, the rules exist. I'm just saying the rules need to change. It's not the people. Look, I, I think that there's there's bad cops, there's good cops. 100%. The good cops have to do a better job of pointing out the bad cops, and I think that no, a I lot agree. Of I think it's good and bad and everything. It's but good we were we we got sidetracked because we were talking about communism earlier, 
and and like a lot of this, a lot of this, um, a lot like a lot of what what happened devolved into like this mini communist revolution during the summer with like right. a lot of the BLM stuff. And ultimately, I think that the best way to revolt against like a corrupt capitalist system is to just beat them at capitalism. Like what's happening on Robinhood, a lot of like these hedge funds lost a fuck ton of money because of just regular people saying, fuck this, we're taking matters in our own hands and we're going to buy up a whole bunch of the companies that these hedge funds are shorting. Right. So I think ultimately what, what we should I'm be doing... I'm learning more about... I don't know we, enough about what that. We need so to, like, what, what we should be doing is... And this kind of like... I tried to run for city council and I, one of the things in my platform was like, we need to provide like financial literacy programs comprehensively in black neighborhoods. You know what I mean? And teach people like how to invest in the stock market, like what a P ratio man, is, man, like, that would like nice, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like how to read a balance because sheet. Because you, like, you were taught stocks. A little bit. I mean, See, I, we, like, I, I never was. And, like, you know, I learned some basics. I have friends who work on Wall Street. I ask them questions. I have resources but I mean, like, I, where I, I can ask people questions child, and like, learn. Were your parents in the stocks? Or? No. And, and well, see, yeah, most people like on the other side do come up with like no. learning stocks. Yeah. We did. My mom and dad were not into it, but you know, we have family, family. that were that new stuff, and I have friends. That see, went to we college need to have family. That's I, the difference. I had, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I friends who went to college, so I was able to learn this stuff, and I'm like, well, dude, that's a privilege that I got to learn. This. Right, that's 100%. a huge privilege, right? And it's like, why weren't you able to learn that, right? Why right. aren't they teaching that in communities of color that are like historically poor? through no fault of their own because of redlining and because banks didn't lend money to black businesses and do all that stuff. Like, Man. why aren't we putting money into, why aren't we putting um, money into teaching financial literacy programs in black neighborhoods? Like, imagine, like, oh, no, what, I, imagine, I, imagine the I'm change that. that could happen if, like, a bunch of, you know, if a bunch of like poor black kids were like didn't like how a company was what a company was doing and they said hey man we're all gonna at the same time short this company a bunch of high school kids got together and said yo we're gonna short this company hey we're gonna do what they did on Robin and there was a bunch of high school kids that did that right. imagine that or a bunch of college kids from like Howard University or something like imagine yeah, 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 yeah. imagine no, that, the that possibilities that could happen to really dismantle the system you don't have to shed any blood you don't have to right. do any bloodshed dude or if you and I, I guess that's the separation now is the dis. Not the, I guess, I don't know if that's a word, but you're right. Like the displacing, displacing, Displa yeah. Displacing of information. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, dude, that's For what real. I mean. Like it's a distraction. Yeah. Like, and then if they made, if they, if, if they required every NBA player and NFL player to spend 200 hours during their rookie year with a financial expert that was to have no part in their career afterwards, that, and their only job was to just teach them like financial literacy and how to do basic investing, you'd revolutionize wealth in black America in 50 years. Man, that's what it's you about. You know what I mean? You that's would. You about. would literally yeah. change the whole ballgame up. That's like over a billion dollars in salaries per year for for all these sports. Most of these people are black, right? Like, right, right. imagine. No, how that's much what it's money, about. Like, that's what it's about. change the whole fucking game up. Like, that's what no it's about. With no money being spent by the taxpayer, it's, it, it's such an easy solution. Generational wealth, for yeah. sure. Yeah. You got to build that. Like, that's important. And that, that, yeah, that's that. important. That's important. And that's where I'm at. Like, that's why I'm trying to run it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can hopefully pass hey. on something. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no kids. Maybe my nephew or some, or just put people on. You know, Pat, what we mean? got a, we got we got five minutes, but we we got we we're gonna yeah, we got five minutes left, right? So we got to wrap this Are up. Are you gonna edit that too, or what? Oh or no, all, there's no editing. It's, it's all live, dude. Damn. Um, but you wrote you're writing a book, and this is what we really want to talk about. Right? You, you, you trying to write a book on what? Picking up picking up women? Not let's talk. No, let's no, talk. Not, <laughs> not, not picking up women. I'm 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 gonna write a book. I mean, for you those. smell good, dude. You smell great. I'm saying like if I was a chick, and I you know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of chicks say that, but yeah, I appreciate that, <laughs> but yeah, not like that, you know what I mean, yeah, but um, yeah, so, so that's so, that's kind of how we met, though, I think you doubted me, really, after, I, well, I after the, the petition, whole, I, I think that the whole idea, no, you doubted of, me, because like, there was a, no, I didn't, I, I, I feel like, no, I, I did not doubt, I, so uh, whatever happened with that, with that girl? 
I mean, I I'm not. She she started off a little hot. Now she's a little cold. It's did cool. you bet? Did you? Nah. So that, you know, nothing I mean, happened. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, happened. All right. But I could though. I just I'm but not in pursuit. I will. Did you get? Did you get? Did anything happen to you? I mean, I could I could have went. Did you get? Like, come on, you, we, you can share. It's fine. It's an open podcast. Did she? Uh, no, nah, I mean, no. Nah. I think nothing we, happened. Nothing happened. No brains. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I mean, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh, dude. <laughs> nothing. Not, I mean, dude, I, I met her that day, and I think I could have met her that night, but I got. It's okay. I was booked you know, already. You, you know, know what you're, I mean? you're just you're, you're you're killing the game over here. <laughs> but, no, but yeah. No, I, look, I, I think that whole pickup that whole pickup stuff is fucking retarded. Like, you know what I mean? My, that's my. No, my I, I agree. I think, and um, I think if you live in Austin, Texas, you don't need to. You shouldn't need to read a book on how to get women to. No, go you on do though. That's what that's what I'm coming with the book for because <laughs> I, that's what I'm coming with it for. You're right. In Austin, you shouldn't have to do that, but like, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of dudes it got soft and and they lost their confidence. Listen, I I could write a book. I, I can I can write a book right now on how to get laid in Austin, and, and I'm gonna. I'm what gonna would tell you do? The, I, I'm gonna. This, this, yeah. this is the, the summary of my book. But it's not laid. Get in a dog. Get a dog. Okay. Get a motorcycle. I don't have a dog. Get I don't a dog. Get a motorcycle, get a job where you're where you work downtown and you're around a lot of girls. Those are three things. That's it. So at the end, I, the end. I have none of those three things, the and end. that's what the book's about. The you end. actually don't need none of those three things because I have none get of those. Get a dog. Get a dog. Get I don't a have a dog. I don't have a motorcycle. I don't work downtown, although I'm living downtown. There you but go. it don't matter. I don't have the. I don't need those three. I can live in this shack and still get it in. I, I'm sure. Well, I, I believe you. I'm just saying that, like, you know, the, the so little cheat codes. Cheat just, codes. Get a, get a dog. You, mean, you ever do Bumble or Tinder? I have. I have. Dude, I'm not I, photogenic, so honestly, like, I don't know. Bumble's cool. Tinder, I ain't I, met, really... I met my girlfriend on Bumble. We've been together for four years. Did you? Yeah. Dude. Beautiful, yeah. We've been together for four years, so I'm pretty out of practice. Like, I'm, I'm not interested in so, talking to so anybody. So, for real, you fell, in love over, you fell in love on the, on that. I thought we were talking about the day. Oh, you were talking about the pickup artist. I think all that pickup artist stuff is retarded. But so, what did you do? You took a professional photo shoot in Bumble? Hell no. no. I no, absolutely not. No, listen, like I had a I, I took you, a picture. Where did you take her to? To where was your first date? We went to Soul Cycle. I was uh, getting ready for an MMA. No, oh. I was getting ready for an MMA fight, right? And she's a personal trainer. So that was the lure. Uh, I got it. And we were talking for like a week. Um, and I was, you know, I used to be a substitute teacher like a long time ago, okay. right, in Austin. And subbing is the best job in the world because you don't do anything. You just sit, you, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, I, like, feeling, I got right? really good at online dating because of substitute teaching. Because all I do is sit on my ass. Like I tell the kids to go do whatever their assignment was and be quiet. You know, and then like I would just sit on my phone, go pull up Tinder, Bumble, OK Cupid, swipe right on, on Tinder and Bumble, yeah, OK yeah. Cupid. I got my little generic message like, "Hey, you seem like a really cool yeah, girl. See, man, just wanted to say hi. Yeah, How's yeah. your day going?" And I'm like, "Well, if she likes you, then she responds to that. Boom. It's really simple." Um, it's not brain surgery, right? And then, uh, you know, luckily I met, you know, I met this, 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 this one girl who we had a lot in common with and I was getting ready for That's my cool. fight, so I wasn't drinking or anything. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to soul cycle. Do you want to come with me? And I'm like, you know what? I kind of need to do a light cardio day. Why not? And yeah. then we hit it off and things just worked out. And she was like, I, I got into a car accident, like three, no, I got into a car accident, like three months into us dating. She drove like 30 miles out of her way and picked me up and like drove me to work, you know? And I'm like, you know what? Maybe you should like, maybe, 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 uh, yeah. You should really pursue this like seriously and uh, do the right thing with this this person because most girls in Austin are pretty flaky and only like you when things are going well. And this person didn't, right, right. wasn't like that. So shit was kind. Of, you weren't all the way up, and she was still messing with you. Yeah, so That's I, real. I thought that was that was really cool. Yeah, no, hell changed. yeah. And dude, you gotta respect that, dude. Listen, I got fired from substitute teaching in Austin because I got those three. Exclusions. Damn, you gotta be. 
You got to be really fucking inept to get fired from You got to be kind of shitty. I didn't want to say it. I was, to get fired hey, as a substitute teacher. No, you teacher. have to be extremely incompetent. Like, no, well, we're about to wrap up, but like, you yeah. got to have an extreme level of incompetence to get fired as a substitute teacher well, no, in I'm the glad, Austin School District. I'm glad you found love on Bumble. My shit's in person. I, I pull at the gas but, station, H-E-B, Whole Foods, downtown. Like, I'm more in person. I, I ain't got time to swipe and shit because, like, I don't want to be catfished and half that shit be bots. You're not going to be catfished. You just play, play mini golf. Mini golf is the spot, dude. This is my advice to you. Peter Pan mini golf was where I used to go all the time. South Lamar and Burton's Yeah, Peter Pan mini golf. You spend should play that or, or Top Golf. Come on now. No, Top Golf is retarded. You spend way more money on Top Golf. You spend ten bucks on mini golf. And then who's and if she looks though? like a nobody. She's you and the girl, and then you buy your own. Oh, drink you're saying a date? Yeah. Oh, I don't have to date. I can just bring them to my spot. I don't have to like. Hey, you're, you're doing great. You yeah. got this. All right, listen, Pat. <laughs> all uh, right. <laughs> it's been real. It's been fun. Thank you for coming on. Uh, this has been an all new episode of Convos on the Pedicat. Pat, how do we get a hold of you? Tell us what your book's about, real quick. Elevator pitch to close out. Finish strong. A rare breed Instagram, PAT, follow me. Book will be launching soon. And I actually think I'm you're gonna help me write here. We talked about doing a podcast do to, separate to this. Do you want me to help you write write this? I don't book? want you to help me write because uh we probably got different point of views, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tie you into it somehow. Listen, I used to um you but before I met my girlfriend, after like, you know, we got we got it in after the date was successful, yeah, I I was uh really good at making it unsuccessful. That that's my thing is like sometimes I, I would I, put on some Alex Jones right afterwards, dude. I'm like, yo, now you gotta listen to these woke knowledge bombs, baby. Yeah, that's weird. I dropped some woke. <laughs> we, we won't be writing the book together. <laughs> but yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, I ain't yo, doing none of that. You and out of a hybrid chimeras, girl. <laughs> nah, yeah, and and she stuck after that. Hey, so that's the you, one. Hey, I'll t- I'll tell you that I'll tell you this though. Um, we gotta go, but. Dude, I had a fun time. This hey, is my I, first this was time fun. Doing Listen, I make rap songs about conspiracy theories. You tell me that. Yeah, so maybe you can hear one of those songs before we go. But uh, yeah. you know, it's 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 been a good time. Thank you, Pat, for coming on. For All sure, the episode, Convos the Petty Cap. We'll Charlie's like, in a rush. We could, I could stay and talk with you for hours. But we're we'll, gonna do it though. We're gonna link up on it'll, some it'll shit. It'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll check, see you what's your So my boys, so when I put on my page, they can call you. Dude, Alex Stringer. Alex Stringer is my Instagram. Just tell him. Just hit him up for Petty All right. Thank you.